Why, hello, everyone. It's a much smaller panel than normal. Today, in episode 41 of You Had Me at Halo, where we've all been playing a lot of Elden Rings and Souls games, and we're going to say, how could Halo learn from this? I am joined, as always, by the incredible Ursul, a.k.a. Soul Blazers. How are you? Yo, yo, pretty good, pretty good. As well as Dan, the Catman Nadian. How's it going? <laughs> pretty good, guys. That was a great intro. <laughs> Right, and our best wishes go out to Abe, who's running into a little family thing. Uh, he's got a sick kitty cat that he's trying to get taken care of. So put them in oh, your thoughts and right. your prayers. Yeah. Indeed. Um, but getting to the, sh- the, the rigmarole, everything, what have you been playing lately, Ursul? I've got one guess. DuckTales. You'd probably get it wrong, actually. Wait, what was, oh, it? What was the guess? It was DuckTales. The very last game I played was not DuckTales. Oh, okay. Nor, nor was it Elden Ring. Yeah. Whoop. yeah. What was yeah. it? I, I played, I did a quick map run while we were talking, uh, pre show for Path of Exile. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> nice. That is the one I've tried to get into that one so many times and uh, I just can't. I've tried. It's okay. weird. Usually, the, when I get into it, I get like wrist pain. This time I'm not. So it's, it's a good sign. Are you playing on PC or PC? Yeah, only PC. I, that, I can't play the game on console. No way. No. How about you, Dan? What have you been up to lately? Uh, aside from working a ton, um, so I started Elden Ring and loved it actually. But it's um, because work has been so stressful. I like a, a warm, comfy blanket, so I started playing Dark Souls One again, the remastered. That's uh, that's been actually really, really great. It's uh, you know practice so I can get good uh, for <laughs> Elden Ring. And um, that's a funny thing. Elden Ring, I find so much is. If you're hit banging your head against the wall in the older Souls games, you just had to either grind one little area mm-hmm. and level up or just bang your head until you got good. Yeah. But with Elden Ring, you just yeah. turn around and you go in the other direction. And then you get well, stronger yeah. by doing other things. Yeah, and, and from my experience with Elden Ring, you know, like the reason I, I go back to DS1 is not only just because it's like my like there's a lot of attachment there for me because of what was going on at the time when it came out and all the jazz, but um the other thing is, I, I have a theory that if you can get good, quote unquote, with that game, the rest are considerably easier because most of the diff- a lot of the difficulty for DS One, um, you know, they, it, it's the same that exists in all of them, right? It's about uh, enemy memorization, attack memorization, yeah. tactics, all that kind of jazz. Don't but panic. DS, <laughs> yeah, but DS One had a ton of horrible hitbox issues mm-hmm. and and. Uh, uh, movement invisible wall like all these things that that don't in my experience at least with Elden Ring doesn't really exist in modern ones it's same with Sekiro right like it didn't they kind of fixed a lot of their their engine issues and their their physics and their their collision detection and whatnot so um, that's why I think if you can be good with that one you're probably good for the rest of the series and the rest of the the souls like games so yep makes sense yeah, obviously I played a ton of Elden Ring, did the review for the site. Um, and after that, I jumped into a little bit of Destiny 2, which I've been streaming. Um, the Witch Queen seems very good in the early going so far. Mm. And also I've been playing, but I can't say exactly anything about it, Young Souls, which is coming to Game Pass mm. on the 10th. So I'm playing cool. that for a review. Keep an eye out on that. But Elden Ring really is the big thing in gaming. Yeah everywhere yeah. right now it's mm-hmm. sold 
insane amounts of copies. Far more. It's out already outsold what they had hoped to get for the entire month of March. Right. Like yeah. twice to three times over, most likely. Um, everyone's watching it. Everyone's streaming it. Everyone's talking about it. And I think it's one of the best games ever made. Um, it has severe issues with performance. The PvP is just doesn't work because the servers <laughs> are so bogged down. It's a um, from sure game. We're not expecting. Yeah, it. I was gonna say it's PvP has always been it's like bad normally, <laughs> but a lot of times it's just bad and broken, and people hack uh, you on the PC and all this. Right. But um, this okay. one the servers can't handle it because there's so many people playing mm-hmm. as well Actually, on uh, top of all the normal issues. I got someone to um, help someone today. I went, I chased him downstairs, hit him, clearly missed. Takes a big chunk of damage. Hit again, clearly missed. Big, he messages me afterwards, or they message me. They're like, "Yo, what happened?" <laughs> Um, the the co-op worked fine when Mm. i did it with my brother but that was before launch i co-opted just yesterday and no problems yeah that seems way better than the pvp because they're not as stringent with trying to make it accurate in hits um but we look at elden ring and we wonder what could halo infinite's future pve content Hmm. which there was actually also something that popped up that i found on um achievements where they reported it where there are job listings talking about um future halo content that we'll get into after this so from my side of things look the the main thing about elden ring and it's very different from halo is no checklists Mm -hmm. like i said in my review if halo infinite is my favorite checklist open world the very ubisoft style but halo was actually more rage uh right too Mm -hmm. yep percent. Um, like you've got these things, you can go and do them if you want. They'll make you better, but you don't have to. You can just follow this easy to understand path. So everything is in a list and you always know what to do. Right. But Elden Ring is very different in the sense that nothing is ever clear outside of you are pointed in a general direction yep. or told something decently clear. A huge hint for people that don't play Souls games very often. Look at every item description. Everything new you yeah. get, every even pieces yeah. of gear, anything, always look at the item description because that's where like 90% of the game's storytelling is and yeah. giving you hints on where to go and what things do and whatnot. Halo made it very clear, had impeccable gameplay, excellent mm-hmm. balance. And Elden Ring isn't about that. The gameplay right. is good. The balance is there for you to break. That's like half yeah. the fun. Yeah, figuring out. <laughs> yeah, so... Like when you, you got like or Dan, when you look at it, um, when you look at what is what, well, from your limited time with Elden Ring, but just the concept <laughs> of what that is, this yeah. big open world that doesn't tell you what do you think they could bring to Halo, um, like DLC? Yeah. So, so for the record, I've put in about probably four hours uh, yeah. of Elden yeah. Ring, which is like as we all yeah. know, like stepping, you know, waiting very yeah, it's slowly. It's not in a the ton. Water. For yeah. knowing the whole game, but you right. know right. the yeah. how the yeah. layout. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, you have an idea. Um, yeah, and and you know, Abe and I have talked about this a little bit, um, and a couple other of us on um, one of our channels about you know Elden Ring. It doesn't really like if you've played Xenoblade Chronicles. There's a lot of similarities in terms of scope, in terms of um, yeah. breadth, in terms yeah. of like this encouragement of discovery. But the the beauty about Elden Ring is that um, there are, like you said, Jesse, there's no there's no checkpoints, there's no um, you know checklist, there's no markers on your map, and 
and it's refreshing in a way that I don't think most like when you know there were some people that tweeted before the game came out was like hey don't don't expect to have a, a, a you know a, a waypoint or whatever like you see in most of these other games and I'm like yeah but that's how Souls games always are but but the, yeah. the beauty of introducing that into an open world is that it's it's almost evolutionary um, because you don't have like your your movement forward is based on your own urge to discover you know and i think um yeah. halo infinite I'm, I'm with you jesse i think i absolutely loved rage 2 and i think that comparison to infinite is completely apropos and um, it's probably my favorite type of open world game um of that kind where you do have some guiding force where you do have you know some of those activities that are that are repeats around the map to to unlock things, um, but I think maybe for you know DLC when we start you know encroaching in other areas of the ring, it would be great if there were were no checkpoint or no waypoints. If if it were just like Elden Ring where it says okay you know you're dropped here, you kind of know what you need to do, but but we're going to encourage you to or even maybe not in the main. Uh, campaign expansions but if we you know we'll talk about later with pve options like if they introduce some sort of odst four player pve against like the flood in the palace of pain or whatever hmm. like you know it just drops you and you you explore on your own and your sense of your sense of urgency and discovery is what brings you forward because um you know with Halo C, right? That's the one everybody always says, hey, it's got a lot of mystery. <laughs> the mystery, as as we've all argued, stems from the fact that they didn't really have the narrative pieces together. Well, now they do, but they could probably um, pare back a little bit on the, you know, the, the guidelines of how you move forward. And I think it might um, bring some of that back without um, needing to create a whole new, you know, system. Just kind of go in with just your HUD, no, no waypoints, no guides, no checklists, um, and see what happens. Because I think you know the best thing about Elden Ring is that um, you know I, I, I also this is going to be a hot take. I'm not a huge Breath of the Wild fan, hmm. even though I've seen every single Zelda before it. I have literally yep. every copy of every freaking Zelda since one on NES. So before anybody like you know, Amen, dude. Says, Same position. Yeah. Before anybody says I'm not a fan or whatever, I'm a hater. Like. Breath of the Wild was Breath just... of the Wild was the Ubisoft style, right? Except yeah. for they just didn't show you the checklist, but it was still exactly. a checklist game. Exactly. Like there weren't, I mean, the quote unquote God, dungeons were just yeah, the Korok seeds, the towers. I mean, that's literally ripped from an Ubisoft mm-hmm. game. And I mean, yeah. Yeah. This, this idea that that game, like this, this to me, ultimately what I would say is Elden Ring does what people claim Breath of the Wild did. Which is, yeah, yeah. It, it brings you this open world game. It changes, it changes what you know. Elden Ring isn't a continuation of Dark Souls, but it is a from game I hate those built guys. in in that that vein, right? And it changes how that that entire paradigm. It, it you know, it, it's a paradigm shift, right? And so, um, it's bringing a whole new type of play to a, a familiar game while still. Uh, giving you this open world to truly discover without literally, because that's the other thing too. Breath of the Wild also had markers, right? It also had waypoints. Like you chose which which story quest or side quest you were doing, and it literally told you where to go. Um, this does that, doesn't do that, and it does everything that 
people claim Breath of the Wild does in spades, I think. So yeah, mm -hmm. I could I could definitely agree with that. Rant. I've, I've loved every. <laughs> I know Ursula's with us when it comes to Zelda. Breath of the Wild. I mean, oh God, I tried it. I think three or four times, literally. I'm great. like, I'm like, I'm a huge Zelda fan. My profile picture's linked. Come on, like this mm -hmm. is the best Zelda game ever, right? Yep. Let's play it. And it's like, God, I, it's boring, you yep. know. Like it's. I need, well, I don't need, but I'd like some direction. Also, not having like the motivation of having like proper temples or like dungeons is kind of exactly. like that. Yeah. I'm like, come on, it's a Zelda game. It, the core yeah. is there, you know? Anyways, yep. to Elden Ring, I feel like uh, to bring it back to Halo, it's, and this honestly confuses me about Elden Ring because I, I don't know how they did it. Like, how did they make something like this in terms of content? How the mm -hmm. hell is this game as content packed as it is? Because it's ridiculous. I think I'm relatively far in. An entire area opens. I'm like, okay, this is one of the main four bosses. So there's four areas like this. Nope. Turns out the entire area, including the last boss in that area, is some random optional fight. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. It's, And then they keep doing it. I, This feels like a game that should have taken like five, six years to make mm -hmm. to me. And it does not look like it took that long. Like Red Dead... I can understand why it's as big as it is. It took literally, what, seven, eight years to make, I think. And like yeah. a full team, a bunch of crunch, everything going nonstop. With this, I, I guess maybe it's, they just, they knew what they were doing. They knew their strengths and they played it, right? So if I want Halo to take one thing from that, it, it's that, right? Like they, they took what they learned from Sekiro. They took what they learned from previous Dark Souls games and they kind of just put it all together. Yeah, and, I mean, from from is incredibly efficient because they've they've already got the foundation. Like they right. don't read, yeah. they don't reinvent the wheel. Pretty much, I mean, you can play Elden Ring and go back to DS One, and it's yeah. basically the yeah. same play style. I mean, I literally play the exact thing. same. I have the same sword <laughs> in all three of my Dark Souls games. I use the same sword, the same exact play style. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, so I it, mean, it serves as like a a potential roadmap. <laughs> which you know, right, it, it serves as a potential way that they can because if this ends up being a long term, you know, their ten year plan ends up being you know roughly ten years, the entire generation, Halo Infinite constantly being built upon. We know how the PvP will go. Yeah, they've got a really good foundation. They're going to add to it. They'll add modes. They'll add maps. Like you know where that's coming from. They'll have season passes that within three years there'll be a bajillion maps. Hopefully there are. Yeah. They don't go yeah. crazy and they go for good. A bunch of cosmetics, numerous new weapons yeah. in the sandbox. Thousands of cosmetics, yeah. Every game we know all that. So the PvE side is a lot more interesting to me because yeah. I think a lot of people really want it after how fun that campaign is. Yeah. Um, everyone's going to want the grapple shot. I don't. Even if it's ODST, they got to figure out a way to let ODSTs have a grapple shot. Is why, personally, I think if they do something that's not Chief, it'll be your multiplayer Spartan. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they'll go yeah. with much else for the most for the main part. Um, it makes sense Maybe too, given, in, yeah. I was gonna say it makes sense given that they you know they've built cinematics for multiplayer. When have they yeah. ever done that before? Yeah. I think they're they're trying to um to your point, Jesse, I think they're they're really trying to encourage um people to make their Spartan their own Spartan because they're eventually mm -hmm. gonna be using that outside of just multiplayer. And I have yeah. three Spartans um, for the, each mode, is what I, I you know those three like uh, you know, suit armor things. Mm -hmm. I, depending yeah. on what I'm playing, I use a different one because it's a kind of like in my mm -hmm. head. <laughs> awesome so like especially once um and that does, does come down to as well with the whole roadmap issue and yeah for anything like this from a game like elden ring we may be interested in pulling things from um 
from. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The, um, <laughs> the, the base fact is it would take a while to ever yeah. get implemented. Yeah. So, like, what they have now, I wouldn't be shocked if it... So they've shown off um, in the original trailer uh, last July when they had the... Or July in um, 2020, the shorter one after the gameplay demo. And you see offensive biases, three eyes there. Right. You know there's areas they built. We've seen sand stuff in the multiplayer. Um, I imagine any immediate future content that's going to start chief would be probably in that area. I yeah. do wonder because there is one Spartan left, I believe from all the ones that are going to be in the upcoming book, oh, which yeah? is coming next month, I think, or no, yeah. May. Uh, March. Coming was it within March? A few, yeah. I, don't know I think it was March. I'm going to double yeah. check. But yeah. So the, the next book that's coming is, is like the backstory of all the Spartans you find during the campaign. Yeah. Um, so it could potentially be, our multiplayer guys meeting up with them or something like that. Um, you could go backwards to when everything's yep. just happening and you're playing as them, in which case nothing's been set up. That would be more of an Elden Ring map type situation where there are no bases. That'd be cool. There is nothing to go. Instead, you could go and search and try to, or even just any part of the ring that we end up going to, with Chief, with a different character, anywhere you go that isn't already set up, is prime to just have this thing where you go out and explore and start taking things, you know, start taking control of things, still fighting the banished and mm-hmm. any other enemies there may be. I mean, we're, we're many months past the uh, Halo campaign being out, so any new foes trying to yeah. you're fighting against. Um, that's why I was like, whenever, whenever I was playing Elden Ring and I'm thinking of Halo Infinite, what they might have done, like how many assets that they cut that are ready. Yeah. to be fine-tuned and added into things to take their sandbox of toys <laughs> and, you know, mold some fancy new castles out of them. Um, I think they've got it there. It's just we never know what state everything is at, what plans they had already. And yeah. I do think anything that would be taken from Elden Ring at first would be small, but yeah. as they go forward throughout the years, that's when you can really see it making an impact. Mm-hmm. As a bit of a, not, not a counterpoint per se, but I feel like you're right in that anything they would take is small. And I'm not sure if I want them to really go the whole Elden Ring route of like no direction, nothing, right? Because it works mm-hmm. for Elden Ring. Definitely mm-hmm. didn't work for Breath of the Wild, for example. And that's yeah. like a massive shift in design. I, I feel like it might be better for them to focus on their strengths because... I still really enjoyed Halo Infinite. It was a checkbox system, mm-hmm. yeah, but it was contained enough that I didn't feel overwhelmed. Like, I played an Assassin's Creed game. I opened up the map, and I'm like, what the heck? No, thank you. Which one? Origins was the last time oh, that happened. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pretty much anything. It's funny. Uh, they, in Odyssey, wasn't it? They they introduced the um, no waypoint mode. Yes. Like, discovery mode. a direction, and you go, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, maybe I'll down. try when I eventually play Odyssey. Even though I, I buy every goddamn Assassin's Creed game Odyssey's right now, the entire franchise is on my sale. And if I would have, if I didn't own all of them, I would have bought something. Um, Absolutely. But Black Flag, Black Flag was like from one to Black Flag. Flag, it was my favorite uh, yeah. franchise of the last yeah. generation. Yeah. But um, but back to yeah, back a few to missteps. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Brotherhood. You can't play two Brotherhood and uh, 
but then Revelations. Revelations back to back. It's that's a little too oh, much. Yeah, I did. Like I, <laughs> really? that, I was. Oh man. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a discussion for another time. But yeah. Uh, but back to Halo for a bit. I feel like I, I was mentioning this earlier, but I want three for three to look at Elden Ring and to take from it is like the superficial crap means nothing. Elden Ring, right. for all accounts, is not the best looking game ever. The specific models are kind of crabby looking. The attack animations, a lot of them are reused. You know what I mean? But it doesn't mm -hmm. matter because they did what they had and they just did something really good with it. Halo mm -hmm. Infinite was a great campaign, in my opinion. A solid core campaign with a few major complaints like lack of diversity. And I get it, right? It's like that one biome. I want Infinite to just take what they have and like really fine tune it. Make it better. Make less repeating bases, even if they're slightly different. You know, uh, maybe add a few more toys to play with, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and and so on the forums, I posted a, a, a Twitter thread from Nick Popovich, and it was it was basically discussing um, the misconceptions that gamers have about the uh, cadence of content release and how mm -hmm. long it takes to actually make that content. Um, and I think it's an it's an important. Uh, point for everybody to read. I think if they don't have any idea of, of how it's games work, and hopefully they can understand it if they read it. Yeah, hopefully they yeah. can understand it. But um, but it's one of those things that you know we talk about all the co the cut content. Hmm. Every game has cut content. Yeah. But with Infinite, they have a unique opportunity because they they hopefully um, are planning on you know not just chief uh, PVE expansions, but but a firefight mode or or yeah. like what we Sorry, were talking about, like. Yeah, some sort of Spartan ops where you're where you're taking your your Spartan into um, new areas of the ring, and I hope that they, you know, implement some of those those biomes that we we saw, you know, that and that we know is there, and some of that cut content that we know is there. I hope they apply that um, because they already have those assets, and it would just take a, it would save a lot of time. You're uh, right. I mean, remember the Ori two trailer? The initially they had that little railway section. Once, mm -hmm. right? And it was just cut content. Never had a meeting. Oh, yeah, we, we talked about um, we talked about it with Thomas on the podcast. Yeah, yeah it I remember was that mainly they could they couldn't make it fun. It's yeah. Why they cut. yeah. <laughs> but like what I'm saying is like a regular game cuts the content and it's just cut. It's gone. Right. It's no one's gonna harder. go dark make Dark Souls one again and put all that cut content back in. Halo Infinite has that unique opportunity where it's like, hey, this we couldn't get this working on time. Let's reuse this stuff. Well, funnily enough, I wouldn't be shocked if a lot of concepts in Elden Ring are things that they had thought yeah. of and couldn't make work previously. Yeah, I can like, definitely see that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like this, the I mean, horseback riding feels right out of Sekiro for some reason. I don't know why. You don't ride a horse in Sekiro. It just feels no, but like you it. see enemies that do. And yes, I think that's yes. the mechanics came from you're you're absolutely spot mm -hmm. on. I think we've seen like that was their that was their um petri dish for for testing, you know. And then they that makes a lot of sense. That's yeah. where they got uh, stealth and um yeah. Yeah, like, a crouch in a Dark Souls they, game. They took first, little yeah. things. Yeah, That's they, so they funny. Took, it's I, almost a Souls game, <laughs> but you see that little DNA of Sekiro with jumping horses yeah. and yeah. Um, stealth and crouching and stuff. Like you see the parts that they mm -hmm. like. This will work in yeah. in this. Yeah. I molded so well to Elden Ring's new systems, like stealth, like jumping. That when I went back to DS1, I was like, "What the <laughs> hell? I forgot I can't do this." You know, it's like you know. Damn. Speaking of, I remember when when Sekiro came out. I bought it day one, and I'm like, "Holy crap, this game is hard." I'm gonna go play something a little more relaxing. I switched to Bloodborne. I'm like, you know, I'll just switch between the two of them. Ended up just so playing the entirety of Bloodborne instead. <laughs> and a year later, I played Sekiro. Oh man, yeah. And speaking of all this future content stuff, there mm -hmm. was reporting by Sean Carey over at. 
rueachievements.com. God, and thank you, Pre-Drag, for your incredible transition animations. Oh, that's, yeah, that's probably full screen that. So, um, Halo Infinite Multiplayer might be getting seasonal story content in the future. A new job listing from 343 Industries suggests that Halo Infinite's free-to-play multiplayer could be getting some story-based content soon. In terms of narrative, Halo Infinite's multiplayer doesn't have any other than the game's brief tutorial. But going on here, they look at a job listing from 343, and the developer is looking to hire a writer-director to create highly innovative and engaging serial narrative content for Halo Infinite's free-to-play. So this is an interesting way, because we always think of it in the more traditional campaign sense. But if it is your free-to-play character going into a narrative in PvE content, keeping that free-to-play makes sense for them. And the only paid expansions are probably huge ones for Chief. Right. Um, and a lot, lot I imagine Forge would also be free and free-to-play because it's so tied to multiplayer. Yeah. Where their real monetization is just customization. And, and I bet you even the campaign expansions would end up in Game Pass. But like those would be the two things you buy with Halo. But everything tied to that multiplayer Spartan whose story they want you to build feels really tied to their the entire free to play philosophy. Yeah. And and you know, it makes sense too because um if they're going to go that route, they've already um diverged the teams between PvP and PvE, right? So having mm-hmm. having the balance and having your character mm-hmm. and, and everything that, that entails being attributed to the to the typic traditionally PvP team suggests that it's probably going to be something closer to Spartan Ops or something like that, which which is fine. I mean, I think that's, mm-hmm. you know, the biggest thing for me is I've realized how much um, I'm not so much of a PvP player these days. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I I look at my time in Halo 5, and the vast majority of it was either campaign or firefight. So you and didn't have 2,000 hours of Halo 5 multiplayer? I did not. <laughs> you didn't I have a deck friend you played with all the time? Yeah. <laughs> I also I get the perfect in there. Okay. <laughs> but um, but you know, I think having something having something like this where it's a serial narrative and it is strictly focused on maybe Spartan Ops or something of that s- similar size, I think um, alleviates the need and the pressure on the campaign teams um, to to have to constantly put out something every season, right? You know, I think that's. I think that's unrealistic. I think yeah, people yeah. who are expecting that kind of thing even just, every year, dude. Like even every year, yeah. It's, yeah. If if we're want, if if people are wanting to have these meaty expansions, that's just you know you you got to be realistic, especially while we are still um, majority work from home. Um, mm-hmm. But I think having um, you know having those smaller you know Spartan op types uh, type events um, for your for your uh, multiplayer Spartan. Would be ideal, you know. It, it's kind of a stopgap, but it's also a great way to actually enjoy said content with your friends. Um, you know, I one thing I, I never thought of, and that article made a good point, was any PVE content that's multiplayer focused, anything like Firefight or Spartan Ops, even is going to be free to play. Yep. I, previously, it was always tied under, right? So I kind of assumed any kind of like you're versing an AI is campaign based. It's it's paid, right? Is like internally, it's what I thought. That's that's gonna be a relatively big deal. I feel. I'm, I'm oh, trying to absolutely. think. What other free to play games do they have? Like PVE content. 
Like, does Fortnite have like a free mode? Um, where, like Apex, if they do, um, yeah, for, a lot of Fortnites end up being um, like community based or built in their stuff. And Apex is the one I've seen that's had the most like sort of PVE ish. But Apex even then, it's tied into their. No it's idea. tied in. No, it's tied into their PvP normally. No, I okay. About it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just, yeah. unless they make a, they sold zombies separately. They did not make it free. Exactly, to play. zombies okay. was for free to play. Yeah. Right, that'd be my go-to comparison. But mm-hmm. it's not, or any kind of horde mode in a game is not Typically. free. Exactly, yeah, it's part of the the paid campaign. So that's that's gonna be an interesting touch. That's yeah, I huh. think Halo Infinite is in a in a unique position as well because typically, you know. Halo has set the bar um, for so many games to, to, you know, in the same way that From's games have, you know, set the bar for Souls like, right? Yep. You think about the generating health, you think about the two weapon system, et cetera, et cetera. It's those all stem from Halo. Um, and I think this time, Halo, I mean, not just the fact that the campaign is is kind of branching out in this semi open world hybrid, but I think a lot of the the innovations are platform wise. They're they're structural, you know, like the the free to play. Uh, multiplayer uh the like you said personal the free-to-play ai pve systems um that we don't know obviously we don't know the form yet but if they're if they're spartan ops or firefight or a combination thereof um that is relatively unique in um in the fps you know big budget shooter space so yeah because the only thing that's close creation wise is some of the stuff in fortnite but that's even that's yeah. really limited in comparison to what they're looking at with um, Forge. And like Battlefield 2042 had the scripting for setting things up in their modes, yeah. but there was no map building and it's not free to play. It's, it's not free to play. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, thinking about somehow like, full price. Yeah. Like League yeah. Or, or Dota, they have every once in a while like these mini games, these modes that are like you're up against an AI, but like they're never like that in depth. They're more yeah. just like mm-hmm. other things people to do because they're tired of playing the same map for about 10 years, by the way. Just saying. Anyways. Um, you know, I never thought of that in, in the sense where it's like they're clearly gonna add free-to-play content with your with your Spartan, right? Because that first cutscene you play when you when you do the the tutorial, it's not there for no reason, right? It's clearly establishing mm-hmm. that this is gonna be a staple in this game, and it's tied directly into the campaign. Exactly, exactly. And I, I never really tied together the fact that that's completely free-to-play, while the campaign isn't. So it's kind of like paradigm. Yeah. Huh. You never talked about it either. The before. other yeah, part <laughs> of that um, article was that they're also looking to recruit a monetization designer. Mm. Sort of a, we messed up monetization for quite a while. <laughs> so who wants to come in here and help us keep fixing I actually it? bought something so, uh, like oh, two weeks ago, I think, for the first time on the store. Broken the little Halo. Halo. The Broken Halo is like three <laughs> bucks. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah. right. I still haven't. Uh, and the cat ears are apparently coming back next week. If they're under five, mm-hmm. I might, I might consider it. Or five or under, let's say. <laughs> Monetization is weird because um, I don't they're think selling any, stuff. Yeah, they're selling yep. stuff, and it's it's that you know I don't know the economics on this whatsoever. So you know, it, you know, quote me as talking out of my ass, but it's it's it is funny because my you know Catherine and I play a lot of Fallout seventy six and. Uh, um, the prices in there for the atomic shop can be somewhat reasonable to just like outlandish. Um, mm-hmm. And you look, I mean, that's kind of the same across the board. So I, I still don't think that that's something that um, 
anybody really has a great grasp on you know the value because because obviously like those assets take time to make they they cost money for developers Mm -hmm. to make and it's not just building the assets you also have to test the assets in lighting Mm -hmm. you have to test assets and you know collision detection etc etc so um there there's you know i definitely value the work that goes into that um and the release kind of piecemeal right so say you're making like a full force halo game Mm -hmm. and you have like 160 helmets or something like that who cares if like 20 of them look terrible or just aren't you know up to par you're releasing them Mm -hmm. five six at a time and it's suddenly more like whoa no the focus now on each individual piece we're releasing right i mean and and for what it's worth as you know we mentioned destiny earlier jesse and i don't know if it's changed in the past nine months because i haven't played in nine months but (laughs) the 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 cost per item and and also the the skeeviness of of advertising items that were not in your battle pass but you had to pay for um Mm. i mean i i definitely think that the halo system isn't as bad as that um well, it inherently it was... doesn't have the fomo issues that um destiny Destiny's has because yeah. after three months you buy you spend 10 bucks on that battle pass and if you don't max it out in 10 in those yep. three months you're you, there you can't get those items yep. um where mm-hmm. halo has intrinsically has a better system because you have forever when you yeah. buy that item it doesn't go away until the game's gone. Oh yeah, even stuff in like in the Eververse, though. I mean, the 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 mm-hmm. value of your bright dust or your silver versus the the item itself just seems a little bit skewed. Um, mm-hmm. It's, it's the whole bright mm-hmm. dust is an earnable one in game, okay. and okay. silver is the one you buy stuff with. Yeah, yep. um, they then they've moved it around and changed it a lot, and and the and bright ironic. dust feels fine. You get enough now, but the silver is still, yeah, if you want to spend 50 bucks, you can look pretty cool. And people yeah. do it. I see it spend all the time when I'm playing really with people. It's like, for just mm-hmm. a few items. It's a really fine yeah, wanna... line in an MMO. You know, yeah. in Halo, it's it's multiplayer, and the armor is, like, it's free to play, the armor is whatever. In MMO, it's that armor is, like, something you're acquiring, right? And, and you can you see it quite stuff. often on yourself in Destiny when you can't yeah. ever... Yeah. Outside yeah. of being in a vehicle, you're not seeing yourself in Halo. What, yeah. what I mean is, like, say you buy Witch Queen, right? And, like, you get this mm-hmm. cool armor, but then all the coolest armor is locked behind the Battle Pass. And it's like, dude, I already bought something. Why can't I get the coolest yeah. armor there? No, the way, yeah. See, that's that was my point, Ursul. And and it's even worse than that because it's not just that it's locked behind the, ba- it's not even that it's locked behind the Battle Pass. It's that they advertise all these armor sets that aren't in your Battle Pass, nor are they oh. part of you, nor are they part of that expansion that they bought that you bought they are part oh. of the eververse shop where you have to spend additional money additional real money to be able to even get that said advertised it's, armor yeah it's the that um structure. thing that halo tried to get away from when they yeah, accidentally they showed the wrong samurai stuff <laughs> right. they're like oh this shit this yep. isn't the free samurai stuff we advertise right. the paid so and they gave away the paid yeah and here's a great example 343 listen to feedback and swapped Mm -hmm. that that has been a constant feedback piece to bungie for three plus years basically since they 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 um separated from activision which ironically i still have saved bookmarks and reddit how we all thought myself included Mm -hmm. that that was going to be like the turn that that oh the monetization is going to get better and and in fact it got worse uh, considerably and so did the pacing of the i mean we can talk all day about like why those things changed yeah um but but ultimately they did they did they got that work. is funny that 
part of Sony buying them is to learn how to run a games as a service game. And then I look at Destiny 2 and I'm like, I never it's buy anything in that game because yeah. I feel like it's none, none of it's worth it. It doesn't respect your money. It doesn't respect your time. That's my, that's my, I, I just, it's but. really fun to play and it's a good campaign. But outside yeah. of that, I don't like their monetization. Yeah. And yeah, if you yeah. and we're lucky, if Witch Queen is still playable in two years, God, that's crazy. Yeah, that, that's an unheard of thing in MMO. So that's why the whole like Sony Bungie thing doesn't bother me because I'm like, hey, there's not even there at all. better. Uh, they could have kept it exclusive i would not have cared (laughs) it is the weirdest thing and it's nothing if halo did it they would three four three would be roasted forever yeah i've seen people upset but then like they put out a good campaign again and it's just kind of forgotten but i bought forsaken two years ago and Mm -hmm. i can't play that campaign anymore it's just it's gone i can't only go to one of the areas that was in it um i I still haven't played it and now i can't play it so it's yeah, yeah it's frustrating and, and it's funny because you, you mentioned that cycle, Jesse, and that cycle is the Destiny fan, or yeah. you know, at this point, I would argue the Bungie fan uh, cycle of of getting angry about you know getting new content, realizing that the content is really shallow and, and thin, and then getting angry, and then oh, there's a new shiny, so I'm gonna give them another chance. I mean, I did that was me for six years, so. It's definitely the MMO cycle too. I'll tell you that much. It's always. Uh, I mean, the latest expansion sucks. The previous one wasn't that bad. The one before is a masterpiece, and that cycle just repeats. ESO is a. I mean, I don't know. I don't play many M- MMOs, but ESO is a rare one where, in my opinion, at least post you know the the first two years, even if the expansions haven't been necessarily that great, there's a ton of content. There's a ton of additional. You know, there's a ton of additions to that beyond just the content uh, of that expansion so and you never lose it so yeah i mean I'm maybe i meant playing. just wow because yeah, yeah. I do, and i wonder with their whole <laughs> ongoing narrative job hire like does that mm. mean they want to get into a more permanent character you are upgrading and getting things for or is it just strictly stays narrative and so you've got this character and he can look like everything you've unlocked in multiplayer, but there's it's not a shooter, it's not a MMO light, it's just more PvE content, these set piece narrative stories you go through that come out, you know, over time each year. Or does it end up becoming like the I think the rec system and the variance in five, like the, the rec cards and all that, not my favorite. But the actual guns that they came up with were right. so dumb and fun. Yeah. That if there was some way I could have that as a schluter in in Halo, it was like these are better than the exotics in Destiny. Yeah. They're more I mean, fun to use. They're more ridiculous. It would be oh, that'd be so good. Yeah. I mean, you know, you mentioned uh wanting a kind of schluter uh side thing for a while now. And and yeah. at first I was like, no, but then like you the way we're kind of leaning into um, the multiplayer narrative PVE. Like, why not? And um, Warframe it up, except yeah. for I don't have it be um, impossible to understand what God, where you're supposed yeah. to go or, you know. Yeah, and, and, and to your point, Jesse, I mean, that's the, that's why I played so much Warzone Firefight uh, on on um, 5, oh was because the, the weapons were just mm-hmm. so freaking fun. I mean, the, the, the needle rifle. In the, the vehicle uh, variants? Oh my oh, god! So yeah, good. the the only wasp. You know, I mean, I could yeah. name off tons of them that like the, the ghost huge yeah. lunch range. Yeah, I mean, Hannibal just, Mantis. Yeah, like there's so many great permutations of these weapons and these vehicles. Why not bring them into you know if you want to keep 
uh, single player and chief stuff canon and and not bring that stuff fine but then let us play around with yeah. you know some of these cool tools mm-hmm. in uh, in pve multiplayer and, and get them into forge so that yes. we can have dumb fun modes with them and yes. yes i know we've seen from um from leaks that the forge mode has like Insane. pretty much every gun from five it's got just a ton of stuff in it that's not in the campaign wait yeah. every so. gun from five Mm-hmm. From yeah, from the the interesting. Uh, I didn't know that, huh? Yeah, like huh. the people have used the saw, and they've used like just a bunch of different things. It's all it's all in there in the these exist files, even if you, the people couldn't access them. I think they're gonna like portal it, like Battlefield Portal, kind of when they reveal it. I think it, they'll stuff. just give you way more toys to play with when it doesn't have to be balanced. Because yeah. they wanted to balance the campaign, they didn't want to overwhelm you with too many options, and I think it worked well. There was. Uh, a different thing for every situation. I felt good. There were some variants I could unlock throughout the way that were fun, like the friggin' half a sniper shotgun or the yeah. goddamn sniper needler. Um, yes. <laughs> I swear there was a rock launcher uh, machine gun too. I, I just can't remember. Uh, it was the, the saw that had the explosive rounds. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. so the answer that is still the best gun yeah. in pretty almost any game ever made. Oh my um, god. <laughs> yeah, like having those types of toys for more PVE content in they keep their PVE and their PVP separate. And that's another yep. place Destiny has always fallen on its face. Yep. Is if you raid and you do all this stuff and you just have these options in PVP, other people don't. The last and word. certain things just completely break it. Well, and, and then so, they also they nerf snipers in it universally and therefore they suck in PVE, right? So it's just mm-hmm. this this constant uh, this constant like Ch- uh, tail chasing that that goes in uh, the amount of times game. they've nerfed um scout rifles and made them completely useless yeah it's, or, it's uh, just like it's God, just keep, the... they separate from the start is always the way to go because yeah, straight up it's, they're just very different things when you're fighting a computer that can do things you can't do and you're fighting people that do everything you can do it just ends up being a completely different thing that i think halo nailed really well right off the bat and right, i know and... people are want modes and stuff but and and that's always been the beauty of Halos. Like what separates you from another player, you know, aside from all the network discussions, what separates you from another player is your skill, right? It's not how many how many levels have you leveled up. It's not which which weapons have you unlocked, right? I mean that's that's always been the beauty of Halo. And I think that's yeah. that's mm-hmm. why it was yep. a genius to separate the teams from the get-go and why uh you know if we have those kinds of modes in multiplayer, I, I would prefer they stick to PVE. Um, you know, because that's we, also you're always going to have that arena, that core arena gameplay. Yeah. That's not going anywhere. Yeah. And yeah, I can, you know, excuse me. sorry, I was going to say one of my, actually, no, this is a, a bit of another topic. So never mind. what were you finishing? I was just going to say, that was one of the only frustrations that I had with, um, God, what was, so, uh, I can't remember. Was it Warzone Firefight where you're playing against? It was PVE VP, or because no, that I was only, just Warzone. Okay, that's Warzone. Right. So, Regular Warzone. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I didn't like about Warzone was that you know eventually you did run into that problem. You did run into the issue yeah. where mm-hmm. if somebody spent a ton of money or spent a ton of time unlocking XXX and X, you had they had an inherent advantage, and mm-hmm. that's always. Or you'd you'd save something really cool and then get killed the instant you get you just get run over. You get in your tank. I I don't have the certification for it, so I'm going to use it. Oh shit, I'm dead. Yeah, Um, and that's 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 what I hope they avoid for Mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah, and always level battle, uh, and always level playing field because we all start the same. Right. Yeah. Right. 
I was going to say, I feel like the arena, 3 have to be kind of careful with the arena experience, I, I feel. Because especially as they get more and more into the professional scene, the esports scene, any kind of like major changes have huge rippling effects. Like say mm -hmm. they add even one more gun, like even one more gun into the arena sandbox, and that's a massive ripple effect, you know? And so like I hear a lot of the complaints these days about uh, the maps, and I personally don't think so because I'm still learning the maps. I'm still Me learning too. a few jumps. I'm still learning a few spawn points, uh, how to really use certain... Uh, I watched uh, some of the pro matches and they used the flipping thruster and not thruster, sorry, repulsor and ways where I'm like, what the heck? I don't know. You yeah. can do that over here. Yeah. I think a lot of the, the thing about maps is people just want stuff that looks different. They yes. They're not worried yes. about, Oh, uh, how does it play? And that's always right. my thing because battlefield five kept adding and adding and adding. And if it was a bad map yeah. and it happened a few times, those matches go so long and like it, it can take uh, so long to get back to the ones I mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. Like just have really add a couple of really good balanced ones every year. Maybe one yeah. big team battle and a couple arena. That I feel are like really they can good. probably if they really want to go crazy with the maps or people want that, they can do it for other modes, right? Like infection or the couple coming PVE mode or even big team battle, which is in a series as arena. You know, people right? are gonna lose their mind. Oh, I just want to play Slayer on everything. Like that's all they'll God. Well, yeah. custom games. <laughs> and, and a lot of that. A lot of the angst about this comes down to one of our final main topics, which mm -hmm. is the lack of communication yep. for a while and the roadmap still not being a thing now going on a second month at, a second month after their initial um, promise on when it would be showing up. I think we're all in the same boat where, boy, we wish we knew more. Yep. We understand why we haven't gotten it. And we all really hope we get it soon because it's it's this thing where they put out that patch right before the holidays, updating the playlists, completely broke everything. Mm -hmm. They went on vacation. They did not pull people from vacation. It's all a good thing. Yep. Um, they had a small team working on it. It took them a while to fix. Things seem fine now on the whole. Um, yep. There's always going to be things that still need more fixing. Mm -hmm. Um but a little something uh, and an idea of when co-op's coming. Yeah. Uh, an idea of when exactly would season two start? Is anything going to come before season two content wise? Yeah. Is it just going to be what we have and these smaller events um, like the tactical one supposedly starting up next week? Yeah. I think, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn for any of us saying it's still COVID. COVID hasn't gotten better. I don't, it doesn't matter what anyone says. If the governor in my state's yelling at kids for wearing masks. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> it's, it's still really tough to develop anything and everything's still on the verge of getting a delay. And you see companies putting things out. There's been a lot of really good games put out this month and mm -hmm. every single one of them has still had major issues. Like yeah. Dying Light well, 2, I got to play through it, but it still was very clear that there's a good game here, but there's still plenty of bugs. Um, Horizon Forbidden West, good game, plenty of bugs. Elden Ring, good game, bad performance. Elden Ring, normal bugs. <laughs> yeah, game. normal jank. <laughs> Could use better performance with some, some things yes. that seem basic, like the whole dynamic resolution. And, yeah. I got to say, though, I, on the performance mode on a VRR mm -hmm. TV, which, oh, yeah, by the way, I got a new TV. Mm -hmm. It feels Congrats. great. Yeah. It feels Yeah, amazing. I had no issues. So I, yeah. I made sure to turn off VRR and turn mm. it on and play. And I could say, okay, yeah, I can feel a little bit here. Oh, yeah. yeah, Even with it this, off, yeah. it's not bad. 
but yeah. like we're, we're in this point and Dan knows it better yeah. than myself or Ursula ever will with developing is really hard when, especially when you can't be together in person, um, everything's still really pushed back and delayed. And I do think that missing their initial January date has made them really careful okay. about giving yeah. any commitments at yeah. all. Yeah. And, and, you know, to that point, Jesse, uh, you know, I, go back to that Popovich tweet because it was literally, I mean, it, it hit both those points. Um, and, and, you know, as you know, let's say you had something in mind for February. Well, if you had to shift your priority because you had to do, sorry, cats yelling, if you had to shift your priority because you had to do a bunch of bug fixing, then that takes away resources for what you were going to put out in February. Yeah. And so that shifts further back. And so I think you're right, Jesse. I think they're just a little bit gun shy. Um, I don't know. I, I, with everything else going on in the world right now, with everything else going on with my work and, 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 and personal life, it's like the, the amount of games that we're getting in game pass. I don't, I don't need to play halo every waking second. I've already, loved, I've already hit my hundred. Right. So like, it's the type of game and, and and this is me you know the fact that i already plan on coming back as soon as there's you know as soon as you guys want to or as soon as there's new content or as soon as the next season hit to me that that says it's succeeded because there's plenty of games i mean i have i've said ten, plenty of times i have adhd and and so like i'm bouncing from game, game to game anyway and um you know when when i play like battlefield 2042 i haven't played that in at least a month and it's because mm. the foundation just wasn't good enough to make me want to come back when when it's fixed like eventually i will go back i mean mm -hmm. I, they, there's a lot of work that needs to be there but it's just not on the forefront mm -hmm. of my mind it's not in yeah. you know it's not in my mental back catalog of things hey i need to go back and play that whereas like halo is always there forza horizon 5 is always there um it's a know. game i'll always have installed yeah, exactly. Like, I'll go play Dark Souls. I'll play. I'll go finish my second run through Wasteland Three or whatever, and then any of the other games that I'm bouncing through, or any of the games that have like shown up in March's Game Pass, right? Gotcha. But but eventually, you know, the moment there's something new or the moment there's there's a draw, I'll be back in Halo. So yeah. like, it doesn't need. Mm -hmm. I think that there's this obsessive need for. There are some gamers that feel like they're always they always have to play this game, mm -hmm. and there always has to be some sort of obsessive like stream of content and it's partly to blame like games like Fortnite are partly to blame but then you have to think about it that is a how many person team working on a single game that's mm -hmm. all they do and i know that 343 is large you know they're what 300 something people but they're still like just like apex just like um if Fortnite even just like um Rainbow Six Siege, like this is 343's first foray into this type of game. And just like all those three examples I just said, and just like thousands of others, none of them got it right out of the gate. Yeah. And yeah, like, you remember Apex. Remember how bad Apex yeah. was. Remember how bad CFC, Sea of Thieves first season, yeah. PUBG I mean, stuff, like all of it was bad at the start. Yeah, it was funny. Nailed every, it right yeah. off the bat. Yeah, you literally go through every example and you'll find you'll find that that's the case across the board. And that you know, time will tell how well three four three adjusts. Yep. But this is why that's why I don't really I'm not sweating. I'm not mm -hmm. worried. I don't it doesn't even you know, I don't waste it doesn't take up any rent in my like you know, it's it doesn't hang out in my head about yep. something to, to worry about because hey, there's 
far more important things to worry about. There's but more no important. shortage of no shortage of time. no shortage of things to worry about. Right. And you can and, always jump in in Halo. You know what I mean? Yes. Like like you said, like I have a friend who's like, hey, you want to play Halo? Like, yeah, sure. We played and an hour. Random, it's you know? weird to see. I don't know if you guys agree, but it's weird to see people who say, oh, well, I don't care about progression or I don't care about unlocking this, but then they complain about progression in yep. Halo Infinite. I'm yep. like, yep. that seems pretty paradoxical to me. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't want to just say hypocritical because it's, it's just, you know, it, it is, but it's like it, those, you know, those are conflicting ideals. Um, but, but in reality, I mean, give them time. This is their first foray into a full live service game. And like we all have said, Every single one of those examples that we mentioned took Apex. Hell, the I'm first month was so widely praised. I remember everyone saying this is an amazing game, and then like a switch flipped or something, and everyone started bashing respond. Yeah, and to to respond's uh, credit, they said, "Hey, you know, we're not Epic. Yeah. We're not Fortnite. We're not mm -hmm. going." They to didn't think it was no. going to be this big either. They yeah. were not prepared. Exactly, and mm -hmm. and and to some extent, twenty million in how long? What, it was what a month and a half when they meant, uh, announced that it was 20 million players on Halo Infinite. Even that is larger than Halo's ever had. Yeah. Like, period. Mm -hmm. So I think it's one of those things that people just need to have some freaking grace, have some you know some understanding of of how other games come out, um, especially direct you know analogs. I mean, hell, and there are plenty of games that that uh, don't have anywhere near the success. Mm -hmm. um, as Halo Infinite has that have similar issues and they're dead. Look at Anthem, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I don't mm, know. Sad days. I really wanted them to bring it back. Yeah, it was very fun to play. It just <laughs> yeah. messed up some of the uh, your, keep your brother, stuff. Your brother's uh, last comment made me laugh. It doesn't take <laughs> up any green moderator posts in your head. Yes. <laughs> <That's very true>. mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, um, so those were the, the main topics, really. It's... Um, we're going to always want to go. Sometimes it might be a little lighter and we might hit non-Halo yep. things from time to time. We'll, yep. we'll be expanding it. But later this month, we do want to go weekly every Friday night with a spoiler cast, essentially, for each episode of the TV show. So, And that is, thankfully, looking like it's going up in most major markets around the globe. There, This is like, this is the push for Paramount Plus, and it's going to be. I'm waiting to subscribe until a lot like, of different places. If they comes yeah. out, just to let them know, be like, I subscribed for this show and this but, show only. All right. <laughs> well, and then, and it, then and go I feel good about it because yeah. they've already done. It's obviously they've got enough signups with people saying that that they did season two. Because yeah. like Grub said, the, yeah. the 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 renewal for season two isn't just about quality of the show. It's also hitting yep. their metrics on getting a younger audience because Paramount and CBS trends very old. Their yeah. biggest show is like 1888, which is all about freaking Sam Elliott wanting to really badly be a not gay cowboy. Um, I don't know if you <laughs> saw, he Jesse, had an interview yeah, with yeah, Mark Maron yeah. today where he was so flipping out about... Really? Yeah. Oh He's God. very upset that Power of the Dog was about repressed homosexuality. Yeah. In the, can can we have one old white dude who doesn't disappoint us, please? That'd be wonderful. How about Chris Christopherson? Is he still cool? I think so. John Carpenter. Hey, hey uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Woody Nelson. He's super cool, right? Mm -hmm. so, Willie Nelson. <laughs> Willie Nelson. Woody Nelson is his uh, toy brother. <laughs> yeah. What were you gonna say, Russell? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Good point. We're all uh, super tired. <laughs> if we want to get to them, we've got three community questions. Let's do it. Yes. 
All right. But, oh, yes. I was going to say, Jesse, go, uh, go I heard it. that the showrunner left, and so the show was dead. Is that not true? Oh, yes. It's almost like the showrunner leaves every show. Huh. Um, you know, like even a very popular show that did great, like Loki, has a new showrunner for season mm-hmm. two. You know, it's just sort of a normal thing when someone spends many years working on one product that they had in their head, and now they're like, okay, it's good. It's ready to go. I'm going to go. I got another idea in my head I want to do. Just yeah, I know I'm an idealist, but I would love to to see a day where um, staff changes don't uh, automatically mean the end of the world for Concern. anything yeah. Xbox related. People don't keep calling for for fired and stuff. It always feels yeah. pretty off to me. Yeah, that too. But, like you should never ask okay. for somebody to be fired. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, so you don't have to be a member of this if you want to ask us a question because we're not big enough. But if you do like us, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Xbox era. Even for one buck a month, it is the best way to support the channel. Helps us do it more and more. Um, every little bit helps. You know, $1, $3 tier, the higher tiers, you can get cool swag that uh, Pre-Drag and Second Mechanico come up with. But if you want to ask us a question every week that we're having a show, I put up a... Th- um, or I re-put up in the thread for You Had Me at Halo and ask for community questions. And the first one we have is from Anorexic. He's a wonderful man, from what I know. Mm-hmm. Anorexic, maker of Omega Rally Championship, of which you get a free code if you sign up even on the $1 tier. Think of Halo. Hello, Spartans. As we all know, it is a bit unrealistic to ask for new maps and new modes at this point. But I'm thinking a daily and weekly featured custom game as a hopper playlist could be the most realistic thing on the horizon. Custom games is 95% there, and the only one feature missing is a presetting a player's equipment, though it is doable in training mode. Those hoppers would get people to check in daily and weekly to see what's new. I have a feeling many would try a round or two to see if it's fun. One thing Fortnite does so well is creates modes, skins, and weapons based on the current trending games and IPs. Yes, they're great at ripping things off. Mm-hmm. This week, <laughs> yeah. we can all agree that Elden Ring is everything. Many play where you come in to attack and then roll to avoid counterattacks. So how about a custom Slayer mode with swords and thrusters along with increased shields? Call the ancient, call the mode Ancient Ring as a nod to the Halo rings. Ancient when the Halo. Spider-Man movie came out, Oddball with grapple and swords and spike grenades would have been great. You can allow for sprint and equipment usage with the Oddball in custom games which would make for some amazing chases through the map. When cross, Crossfire X uh, when Crossfire X came out, <laughs> having the Commando and Sidekick with realistic damage, no shields, no equipment, no motion reduction, reduced jump, and only one life for three-team Slayer rounds could have been interesting. Anything Crossfire X is not interesting. <laughs> yeah. When Prey, the new Predator movie, comes out, active camo, spike grenades, and swords for all. Not all of them will be home runs. Some will be love-hate relationships like the shoddy teleporters. <laughs> Some people, Some people don't, don't appreciate genius. You know? <laughs> Some of these might become classics like Team Rockets. Hmm? The daily custom game playlists can be straightforward ideas like 12v12, tactical slayer on deadlock, snipers and shoddies, headshots only, Team Rockets, etc. Stuff that doesn't push the cheese envelope far enough to scare off serious no-nonsense players. Rotated daily to keep things fresh. So my question is, and I apologize for the length here. Please don't. It was very good. Mm. And no one no one here is scared of some length. Using <laughs> the current game modes and weapons available, which custom game would you design for the entire world to play if it were featured for a week? What sort of no-nonsense playlist would you like to appear, though, as a daily custom game? Start with you, Dan. Tag. So mm. 
one person has hammers and they have thrusters and nobody else has anything. But you just have to, well, you may have, maybe have some sort of gun, I guess, but just, you just have to run around. Kind of like Invasion, except unlike Invasion, the moment the dude hits somebody, they no, lo- they no longer have the hammer. The hammer passes on to the tag. Maybe like a, like a weaker thruster or something, or like a weaker disruptor. Yeah, something. Maybe yeah, like a, a weaker repulsor. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. see, we're fleshing this out. Yeah. I've thought about this, actually. Um, <laughs> tag would be rad. I think that'd be awesome. Um, but I don't know if that fits the no-nonsense, uh, you know. Oh, that's just for the playlist. Which sort of no-nonsense playlist would you like to appear as a daily custom? Uh, I mean, Shoddy Snipes for the second part mm. of the question. Mm. Boring, but like we don't have... Yeah, the, the daily stuff could be more boring and just just things people want but don't have to be there all the time. You yeah. sort of be, hey, you get to go through and everyone's going to play this and, you know... Or Shoddy Portals. Oh, no. <laughs> you take my answer. <laughs> we already know yours because we've lived that nightmare, all right? Mm. What weird ass thing would you want, Ursel? <laughs> well, my first initial impression was going to be teleporting shotguns. Um, in fact, I was experimenting a little bit with just shotguns with those shields in general. And oh, it's Jesus. actually kind of fun. Um, but I couldn't get everyone to spawn with the thruster. But uh, man, I'm trying to think. Honestly, I feel like the vehicles, they're fast in Halo Infinite. And they drive, even mm. though they sometimes drive crazy, they still drive pretty damn well. A vehicle-focused game would be really cool. Maybe not on the current Big Battle maps because they're like not too vehicle friendly. Like among you're gonna flip like every two seconds, but on something a little more flat or whatnot. Like basically what we played, Rocket Race. I yeah, really like that. Yeah, yeah, like like that the old fun. school. Um, God, the Halo Reach Rocket Race map. Yeah, remember those? Like, where they have these like insane curvatures and it looked yeah. like more like a roller yeah. coaster. Something like that would be cool. In terms mm. of uh, no nonsense playlist, uh, my initial impression was probably uh, twos. I'd say two v twos. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, the shoddy snipers is the only thing that pops in my head because I really did not play Halo multiplayer much mm. before this. Um, something crazier. I would like to be able to have like a big team battle where there's just a lot of vehicles, just a mm-hmm. ton, not the whole like, just something where you get a tank, a wraith, a couple of banshees. Like they just go nuts you got wasps like just tons and tons of crazy shit um the, good weapons all around the map to try and counteract them um i, I i've always felt a little limited in big team because they are going for the balance of everything a bit yeah, yeah. and i would yeah. like a big dumb not balanced mode for crazy fun that's not fiesta where it's just weapon based but it's also vehicle based more like everyone has titans kind of thing and like low mats mm-hmm. vehicles that'd be rad all right, number two from the Potterick Pain, aka my brother. Give up on screen. It is weird hosting and producing, but it's working. Potterick Pain, bidding you all a good evening from my grunt propaganda tower. Do you guys see future DLC where there could be brute mini bosses riding a mount at you and one hit kill you with a giant gravity hammer? Yeah, neither do I. I only ask this because I was goaded to buy the descriptor for this podcast. Because I was goaded to buy the descriptor for this podcast and couldn't come up with anything I would want Halo to borrow from Elder Ring. So I guess my real question is, 
which one of you came up with that idea? <laughs> and I request that the rest of you shame him unless it was Jesse, which in that case, great idea, Jess. I think when Infinite gets multiplayer, they should make us festering bloody fingers and passwords to play with each other. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure whole, it was. Yes, it was my idea about what Halo could take from Elden Ring, but it was more the setup of Elden Ring's open world in comparison to Halo's. Dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> There. I've answered the question myself. God damn it. We'd have a, a better one from someone who's not a big dumb idiot named Good Old Collingwood. And good Old Collingwood does ask an actual question. I hope. Hail, hello, Halo followers. I've been seeing a few YouTube videos recently calling Halo Infinite a failure. Well, that's because YouTubers just say shit to get you to click on it. Mm-hmm. I can only assume that these videos are commentating on the lack of updates in material lately from 343 Industries. Of course, this would all be solved tomorrow if 343's industries introduced a bit of crunch into the workplace. Of course, 343 are not going to do that. But we come up against the deadlines of having issues fixed as well as getting new features implement or completed. Short of removing management, which I doubt will happen, what is the solution? Time. Yeah. And I, 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 I want to push back on the idea that... that- you know, this is all management's fault. I think that's yeah. something that gets regurgitated with, you know, not necessarily a ton of credence. And also... Or Clearwater. Or, yeah, exactly. Clearwater? Sorry. Credence, Clearwater. Credence. So, yeah. Credence, yeah, Clearwater The first name did not do much of a... <laughs> yeah, I would say you probably don't know that man <laughs> up there in, in Canadian. Okay. Um, but... Uh, uh, I feel like yeah, time, but not necessarily time, just experience. Once mm-hmm. they get used to the mm-hmm. cadence of the release schedules, once they get used to their tools, to their whatever the heck it is, whatnot, eventually they're going to reach like, a, I'm looking for a word. I just can't find it. It's like a, when you're with something, when you, when you release something on a regular basis, when you're comfortable cadence? with it, blah, blah, blah. Cadence, yeah, but like they're going to reach their something. Their their nader. <laughs> we're talking about they'll, like, they'll, curve. they'll find an equilibrium between everything exactly all exactly. Be and i feel like it will happen why because we've seen it happen like three four times already with other games that are very similar in scope and uh, idea it's funny though because i've seen it also not happen at places like blizzard and world of warcraft every expansion the developers are like okay don't worry guys we we learned from our stuff we're not going to take a year in between they take longer so I'm I'm hoping that won't happen. But in general, no, it's it's yeah, it's just experience. Just get used to what they're doing, build a good schedule, build a good cadence, and that's the only real solution. Yeah, I mean I I basically ranted on this earlier with the uh, comparisons to Apex and all that jazz. Yeah. And the, all those games, same thing. Just took took that developer time to understand um good. you know how long it takes to to build the type of content that that draws players and and uh three four three will find that. I I don't have and, you know, any doubt? Ursula's over there talking to himself. Like, no, it's, it's like when you find a good something, like like an urge or what's it called? Dang it! Ah, uh, a good pace, pace. Yeah, I, mean, I think maybe that's what I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a small word. Those wordle. It might be tomorrow's day. I was thinking anyways. it was a good word, not like a real basic one. Yeah, not like <laughs> a four letter. No, no, like I think it was something else. Six point Scrabble word. Find a good. God dang it! <sighs> I won't find a good god dang it. I refuse. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really gonna come down to them just figuring it out, and that has yep. happened with everyone through time. Yep. Um, and, and and also an important point to note too, uh, 
all those games that we mentioned, by the way, came out before a pandemic. Mm. They came out before work from home, before when people were building games locally. So that's something else that people need to take a breath and remember that all those games that we all mentioned that took time had the advantage of not being built during a pandemic. I don't care what anybody mm-hmm. says. That is still a very, you know, real thing that we're. What if to... Santa said it? <laughs> Santa's not real, man. <laughs> That's why it would be an incredible thing. He became real just to say it. You anyway. know, one thing I want I wanted to mention is because this is he brings up a point which is paraded a lot uh, in YouTube and our own Discord. I recently had I got like legitimately mad for one of the first few times recently, where basically people have this impression where it's like. All the problems are management, even yes. though the problems aren't that major. They overblow the problems. I can't imagine anyone saying that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. And then they're like, three, four, three needs to reshuffle management. Imagine you're working on a video game or you're working on a project, even not a video game, just a project. It releases and it's one of the best projects, if not the best project your team has ever made, your company has ever made, in the history of its company, in the history of its whatever the heck you're working on. And then people suddenly want to replace you? What mm-hmm. the heck is that? Halo Infinite has problems. Yes, it does. It has issues. Communication right now has been kind of small. They shouldn't have called that a mid-season update. That was a mistake. Yeah. Hopefully, they, they recognize that because that implied different things. But holy crap, they released the best Halo game. This is my personal opinion, obviously. All-round best Halo game, and suddenly people want to call for their heads? It, I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me. It's one of the most successful games that xbox has put out period Seriously. so so Seriously. yeah i, I completely it agree well. it looks well like uh. the core and the foundation are solid the rest will just get better but the idea that that you know and forgive me for saying this but i can't help but feel like some of this is because bonnie ross is a woman and mm. and i think that's ridiculous that, that that's anyway. been happening for years i feel a yeah. lot of it oh it absolutely has. we've yeah. seen the misogynist yeah. bullshit um mm-hmm. and um it, it like you said, Ursula, it's like it's one of the most successful games Xbox has ever made already. Um, so to to call for somebody's head is just fucking stupid. I mean, it's just tell me you're you're detached from reality without telling me you're detached from reality, right? Straight up. Um, and and beyond that, this idea that that uh, again, we're in a pandemic. Look at every single big game that has come out. In, in the past year alone. I mean, we're still talking about Battlefield having tons of issues. We're still talking. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about games that typically release in some of the most polished states, not releasing in polished states. I mean, and these mm-hmm. games are delayed too, by the way. Horizon these games are also delayed. Ring yeah. are massively delayed. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So like the fact that these games were also delayed and also keep in mind too, both games that we're talking about, don't have the scope of Halo Infinite. And by that, I mean they don't have a single-player and a multiplayer mm-hmm. full PvP mm-hmm. arena component. Again, people can can down-talk down, down talk the, all that, all that, that all they want, Jesus Christ. Um, but in reality, those are, uh, you know, you're talking about systems built upon systems that don't exist in those mm-hmm. other games. Yep. So, and that's not to belittle the, the content that those games put out. That's not at all what I'm saying. I'm just simply saying that there are multiple moving targets that do not exist in those other games. And so the fact that uh, Halo launched in the state that it did arguably is a testament compared to some of these other big directly and, you know, analogous games like Battlefield. Um, I I think people just, I don't know. 
I, and it I, was a battlefield that only was multiplayer. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So they didn't even have the campaign side, and they still launched at an abysmal state. And I don't, again, I don't blame the developers. I blame these arbitrary deadlines that people are forcing them mm-hmm. to to meet. But well, what but game gamers... just released into version one I don't care if they call it two Cyberpunk just released. Right. Yeah. What yeah. would have been the game probably at launch? Exactly. Yeah, gamers just yeah. need to to get a reality chill. check, chill out. Some. We're not calling Some, out everyone. Right, we're calling out right. 99. We're, we're talking about the, the toxic people. We're, we're talking, talking about, about the vast on. majority of you. <laughs> if you identify as a gamer, I'm talking about you. Travis in chat misspelled it horribly, but was the word you were thinking of rhythm? Yes. Yes, <laughs> that was it. Yeah, it was it rhythm. Um, yes. See, you got it right, even though it's pretty sure yeah, it's R H Y T H M. Some word. Okay. There's, Thank there's, you, Travis. She, yeah. Jeez. Uh, okay, sorry, sorry, I have to get that round out of the way after this last week. We've got one last question here. Okay. No Abe around. What do you know? It's actually going to be a quick one. Um, <laughs> and I tease. I hope his cat's okay. Yeah. Yeah, and we still went an hour and a half, so not <laughs> yeah. too quick. It's pretty. It's not short. And it's been an hour and four. It's been an hour and 14. All right. Oh, you're right. One cold time. From Mortania. Greetings, guys and cats. Everyone seems to be very focused on the PvP aspect when it comes to the live service part of a Halo game, but I think they should lean into the PvE harder. Both more campaign content, but perhaps also lean into different PvE modes and maybe even evolve the game into more of an MMO light. Do you guys think they should perhaps go for something more like Destiny with the PvE side of the game? Hugs, Mortania. Mort, Hugs. that was most of our show. Yeah. We all agree <laughs> yep. with you. Yep. 100%. Yep. And I, I My think, favorite part of Halo will always be the PvE. Yeah. yeah. And I think 343 already understand that based on that hire, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, um, one thing I feel like they could do, and this is kind of out of the left, left wing, left, left, left something. Field? Left, left field. Left field. There you go. Um, <laughs> more tired than I am. I need tea. All right. My brother was supposed to bring it like 30 minutes ago. Oh, that's why they knocked. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I just, I'm bringing, piecing things together now. Oh, <laughs> um, I feel like with Halo Infinite as a platform, right, as a space for 10 years, how unrealistic is it that they'll be like, hey, you guys, if you guys want to help us develop a mode for Halo Infinite, that's like using Halo Infinite as a space, but it's almost completely separate, like a Schluter mode, right, like Destiny or something like that. And I feel like they're already kind of doing this with uh, CA and whatever mode they're working on, but like even to the next level where it's like, this is our base. We're working on the PVP and the campaign, right? The arena, the big team battle, the thing. But if you want to take this and do something, you know, cool with it, go for it. You know, do you want to do that Treyarch? What about you? Sledgehammer? Yeah. I mean, you're it's tired really of being weird to boring, think of just nonfiction. <laughs> They're going to have yeah, three yeah. publishing arms. It's insane. With a ton of insane talent and IP under them in the, the thought of these different devs that are like, hey, I we would really love to make something in this space. Would you be okay with that? Yeah. And that yeah. becoming a thing as time moves forward is going to be... Yeah, sick. I mean, we're already seeing that with the, the rumor with New Vegas 2, right? Which, you know, spiritual New Vegas 2, not actual yeah. New Vegas yeah. 2. But Obsidian, um, you know, asking uh, a team within Obsidian, asking uh, Todd and, and team at BGS if, if uh, they'd be able to do something. And I think... You know, we saw kind of the 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 seeds planted with that 
a couple of years back when after the initial uh, acquisitions in 2018, we started hearing about, you know, people from Rare um, showing the guys at State of Decay some how to deal deal with water tech. And we saw we saw Tim, um, Tim up on stage saying, yeah, hey, make, you need me to make anything? <laughs> we can make anything. I'll make stuff in Excel. <laughs> Was still one of the best moments of yeah of that was that great. E3. That was great. Tim Schaefer and anything is is just golden. And after um, Psychonauts two, boy, I cannot wait to see what they make. Oh god, I'm, I'm on the first game. I, I just got to finish it. Oh man, Psychonauts. Uh, I, I've never played Psychonauts one because I couldn't get through the Meat Circus. I, I played some of it. I didn't finish it. Meat um, I was just like, I'm. I don't want to do this. I'm playing too much World of Warcraft and shit nowadays. Anyways, mm. by the time I played it, so. But um, yeah, it's. It's perfect. Phenomenal. Yeah. It's yeah. one of the, the best platforms of played. Xbox is honestly better than it's ever been. And oh, I don't yeah. get up they, people don't see that. Yeah, the 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 doom and gloom is just it's like they're not talking people? right now enough, so everything's bad. Shut up, yeah. Xbox. Yeah, they just had two years of like pretty consistently great releases yeah. and twenty twenty had a ton of releases considering we, we just hit pandemic. So it, it's funny seeing anyway. all these people like uh, online comments were like, yeah, twenty twenty one was a bit of a dry year. I'm like, no, 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 it wasn't. I guess I guess you don't own an Xbox. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was dry in the second half because Sony went hard in the first half and then yep. light in the second half with only yeah, they had nine release. months where they didn't have a release. So I mean I mm-hmm. guess if you only had a PlayStation, yeah, it would, it would seem that way. But and it's I mean affordable, even right? Like so yeah, they can I mean, make the best games in the world, but I can't flip and afford them. And very few people yeah. can, I feel like all of them. Right. I mean, you look at, I mean, my, you know, a lot of people around where I live just had their rent go up 25%. It's like game pass is such a timely blessing for yeah. gamers that yeah. anybody who's pushing against it clearly are not doing it. And the series S, right? like, even and the if series you don't S like, actually exists, yeah. unlike the PS5 yeah. digital. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, Exactly. And even, uh, you know, the, the the cost of entry, if you stream to your you know, iPad, iPhone, Android device, whatever, it's cheaper than anything else. So it's it's just this, you know, perfectly timed, uh, you know, subscription service during what eventually became a, a pandemic, a ton of jobs lost. And then now we're facing a, a, a false inflation. So, yep. Uh, it's frustrating, but but yeah, and, and wow. you know, to that point, I, I think it's funny that even though they're so huge, once the ABK deal goes through, people are still wanting more, <laughs> myself included. Yeah. But that's just <laughs> because of the additional value to Game Pass. I think more than anything yep. else. Yeah, I mean that's anyway. the nice thing with Halo going forward. Is I feel like as long as I got Game Pass, I, I probably never have to spend a penny to keep getting yep. content out of my favorite series. Yep. So, yep, but. Yeah, look at that. Look, we are uh, an hour and, what, 20 minutes or so actually live? Yeah. And that was so it. Nick just showed up on the chat for a second. <laughs> Hello, Nick. How's it going, mate? Oi, Oi bruv. Uh, are you enjoying the Elden Ring code I got you? I'm very good at that, by the way. I've gotten pretty good. I yeah. know how to, to gently talk to PR. Hey, you want your game talked about on our biggest thing, the podcast? It's probably like, it's, it's too hard. I can't, I can't play it, you know? It's just... Uh, it's just a little bit too hard. Is that Nick? Oh. That's <laughs> yeah. what I expect to hear from Nick on the on the main podcast on Saturday, where we will be having the X three Nintendo dogs and an Xbox baby. We've got Jeff Grubb and Mike Minotti of uh, Games Beat both coming on the show. And Nick, I gotta get this. 
So Nick came up with the name, and then I had a really stupid idea in my head uh, mm. that I wanted the thumbnail to look like, and I'm extremely <laughs> nothing in life brings me more pleasure than this. And Nick took a picture for this thumbnail and everything. God. Oh, I love it. so terrifying. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I'm sorry to John. Seth Mechanic was a great guy. Yeah, everything he's else the best is as the ball baby. Yeah, but Nick making the Ted dancing face directly from the three men in a baby poster. Ah, oh, that's so good. Everything so else is fine. Is John's head on the baby is just terrifying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's so angry. It's, it's, an, it's an angry looking face. And, he, and poor Mike looks like a bit of a hunchback. But it is what it is. No, uh, all right. Yeah. With that, I'm going to leave it up and I'm going to... Uh, Lead us out. Ursula, you want to give a shout out to all our friendos? Actually, if, if you could give it and I can follow your lead for the next time so I know uh, I know how it looks like. Because yeah. you've been doing a great job right now. <laughs> yeah, so pretty much the way it goes is what I brought up before, which is patreon.com forward slash Xbox era. It is the best way to support us if you like what we do. Liking, commenting, subscribing here on the stream and everything we do. It helps us get visibility. But for actual funding, we don't do clickbait. We don't do any hot dog shit. You, you don't have to say that part, Ursul. Um, okay. <laughs> we try to keep it looking nice and way more professional than it ever should. Like, look at this animation that Predrag made for me in a second. Just God make Monday. this one. He made three of them for Coffee with Cabeza, You Had Me at Halo, and the Xbox Era podcast. You want more cool shit like that? Patreon.com forward slash Xbox Era is the best way, even a buck. We've got a bunch of tiers. You can see the the bigger tiers get you some cool Xbox era and Coffee with Cabeza and You Had Me at Halo branded swag, depending on the different quarters. I got a cool yeah, coffee thank cup. You. Mm-hmm. And we were going to have a Coffee with Cabeza coffee cup, but they keep rejecting it oh, that's for cool. copyright. Punks. It's an automated thing. And you're like, oh, we'll fix it. Sorry about that. Submit it again. We submit it again. Just gets rejected. But I digress. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. Ursul, yeah, for being here alongside me. Absolutely. Boy, that was fun. Also, I, I have a feeling it. we might be back next mm. week. I, personally, I just have like this gut feeling, and so does Abe. Next week's the week. We're going to get that that content yeah. drop. We we get the uh, we get a roadmap. We get a big update or something. If we do, keep an eye on the feeds, the Twitter feeds, this feed. Mm-hmm. We'll be back. Um, other than that, it'll most likely be two weeks. And yep. if uh, then after that... Halo show starts. Mm-hmm. And then we'll most likely be weekly with Friday night spoiler cast. So thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for joining me. It's mm-hmm. really fun as always. Absolutely. We should never skip a show, I say. Yeah. And we great. will see you guys either next week, and if not, in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. See you all. <laughs>